Let's Catch Up, a podcast where we, you included, discuss all of the things you would discuss with your pals over drinks and or tacos when you're not talking about that girl from your hometown who's still posting three separate photos for everything she does instead of just having people swipe. She's not Beyonce. Neither am I, unfortunately. My name is Megan. I live for pop culture. I have opinions, I have thoughts, I have takes. Some are hot, some are lukewarm, some are aggressive and unnecessary, and that's why we're here to discuss all of these with you. A few things you should know about me. I'm from Georgia originally, go dogs. I live in New York City now and I have for a few years. I worked in fashion for a little while and now I'm in account management. I enjoy long walks through the city to find happy hour, and if it's 75 degrees on a Saturday in the summer, I am laying in Central Park with a book and possibly also a cupcake. Currently, my favorite thing on the internet is, sorry to this man, I wouldn't know a thing. If you asked me three months ago, it would have been Rihanna and Seth Meyers day drinking together. My New Year's resolution for 2019 is to get everyone I know and love to watch Shit's Creek, and I did a pretty good job, honestly. Um, that's actually the purpose of this podcast. No, I'm just kidding, but um, you really should. It's great. Enough people said that they'd listen to a podcast if I did it. They didn't realize that I would just be using it just to talk about that one Canadian sitcom. But you should watch it. It's on Netflix now. Anyway, here we are. I hope you like it. Please review me if you do. If you don't, just send me a scathing personal email. I don't know if I can take the public humiliation, but, you know, say it to my face. I'm excited to try this. I'm excited to talk about things that crack me up and bring me joy and a scandal or two on the way. And I hope you will, too. So let's catch up. Okay, so here's what you need to know about me from the jump. I love a scandal. I love a scammer. The Instagram engagement couple. Watch the whole thing. At my desk. At work. I read the pitch deck. I was disturbed. I was invested. I was um, shook and disappointed that we did not get to watch the entire Parisian wedding. If you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up immediately. I don't remember her name, but I feel like if you just Google, like, Melissa Instagram engagement Alicia best friend you'll probably find it the faux German heiress who made her friend please note I'm using air quotes but this is an audio medium so you can't tell she made her friend pay for their villa in Morocco you cannot write that um technically Shonda Rhimes is writing it with Anna Klumski starring but you bet your sweet so house membership I will be watching it it is on God's streaming service Netflix therefore I must we have to talk about all the streaming services guys we we have to talk about it I would love for everyone to rank their streaming services and how they're investing their money and send them to me please the point of all of that was when the college parents varsity blue scandal hit it was like I was the number one draft pick in the NBA my wedding day and I won the lottery all at once to be honest that is the day I should have started my podcast because it had everything it it's like Stefan like the scandal of the of the year has everything you could ever want big name celebrities lower level kind of famous because they wrote a book celebrity kind of people universities underrepresented sports 
A scandal like this requires time. It requires investigation. It requires a dedication to the craft that is scamming. And lucky for you, I have very little patience except for learning about things like this. Okay, so let me take you down memory lane if you aren't familiar. Also, all of you are like, Megan, we know about this scandal, but we have no idea what that Instagram thing is you were talking about earlier. And I understand and respect that. However, I'm here to offer all the scams and all the scandals of all sizes. Most of us are familiar with the fact that all of these parents decided that their children were either too dumb or um, maybe semi-athletic looking, that they were going to pay their way into college. Now we all know the way that you're supposed to do that is just donate a bunch of money, get a library or a business school named after you, and then your entire family line gets to go to that school forever. That's the easy way. The hard way is spending $500,000 to cheat on your child's test scores and also Photoshop their photo onto their body on a rowing machine. Please note, I've been on a rowing machine. I hate water. I would never be on the crew team. No one, no one ever take a photo of me on a rowing machine. Anyway, all this to say, they all got caught because they were flying their children to Texas to take the SATs. And, and, and I mean, oh God, it was just so ridiculous. The best part is Lori Laughlin's children didn't even want to go to college. Oh, oh God. It brings me so much joy. Okay, so most of you probably know that Felicity Huffman spent uh, about 10 days in jail when she was sentenced to 14. Uh, she could not even do press for her Netflix film because of the jail time. The Netflix film that is starring um, the one, the only Angela Bassett who is aging backwards, and the woman who's constantly playing women who have terrible hygiene, Patricia Arquette. Please note, the movie is not bad, but it's a lot funnier if you imagine Felicity Huffman showing up in New York City and telling her son that she almost went to jail to get him out of college, and this is how he squanders his degree. Um, also, if you write that movie, I want to... Lori Laughlin pled guilty. Um, poor Aunt Becky. She realized that it was not a joke, so she decided to actually plead guilty because she was. So this is a quote from Entertainment Weekly because I read, Laughlin had already been charged with conspiracy to commit money laundering and conspiracy to commit mail fraud and honest services mail fraud which I, I have no idea what honest services mail fraud is. The name honest is like really confusing and a crime. And anyway, the couple previously pled not guilty to fraud and money laundering, which is the time that she pled not guilty because she still thought she was in a Hallmark movie and her lawyer was like, what in the world are you doing? Either way, no matter what happens with this, I will bring this up constantly. Um, I will talk about it always. And if you don't want to hear about it, this is not the podcast for you. But what, what I would love to reiterate is that her daughter did not want to college, want to go to college. She just wanted to have a prime student Instagram sponsorship and go on a yacht. And I can kind of respect that. Meanwhile, in geriatric protesting news, Jane Fonda has been doing what she calls Fire Drill Fridays every Friday, which makes sense at the Capitol in D.C., which means every Friday at about 2 p.m. I get a notification that Jane Fonda has been arrested. 
She's taking four months this fall to go to D.C. every Friday and protest in favor of government action in regards to climate change. And I, for one, would like a reality TV show camera to follow Jane every week and whatever famous friends she's with as they get arrested for trying to save the planet. Naturally, this is a spinoff of Grace and Frankie, another show that I would encourage you to watch. Some of the celebrities that have protested and been arrested with our workout video, Queen Jane, include Ted Danson. Um, This kind of is a bad place, isn't it? Too dark? What? Sam Waterston, who seems very fragile, so that I hope they're gentle with him. Catherine Kenner. Keener? Is it Kenner? Keener. Who's most recently um, famous for being best friends with Dev Patel in Modern Love which I would also honestly recommend. Although I will say this, that episode was great, but the first episode with the doorman, I found very creepy. I did not particularly care for it, but Dev Patel, big love. Um, And also Rosanna Arquette, who uh, is a member of a famous family. Now, if you have not seen the video where 81-year-old Jane Fonda is being arrested and thanking BAFTA for an award and apologizing for not being able to be in attendance, you have not lived. I highly recommend that we all carry the same tenacity and self-awareness into our everyday lives. Just for the record, I am willing to get arrested to win a Golden Globe. Okay, this is about to be a very niche story, but I feel prepared to take the heat. Elizabeth and James is Mary Kate Ashley's contemporary clothing line. It was founded in 2007, and when I googled it, just to like get a few facts for talking about this, one of the suggested questions was, when is it going out of business? So, my next statement comes as less of a shock knowing that they are launching a collection with Kohl's. Now, for those of you who are less familiar with MK&A's fashion work and more familiar with their cinematic works of genius, such as Billboard Dad and When in Rome, which I might do an entire episode on their um, filmography because it's kind of some of the, the best things that have ever happened to me, not to be dramatic. Anyway, they also have a less contemporary, more intimidating line called The Row. Pretty much all you need to know is the coats are big. So, that. Anyway, the brand with Kohl's is described as, this is a direct quote, a relaxed lifestyle brand built on perfected fits, considered fabrics, and elevated design details. It's just a bunch of fashion words. It's not even really a sentence. I I don't know what considered fabrics means, but I'll probably buy something. I saw a great coat on sale for $60, so you're welcome. Swipe up. Okay, I don't consider myself a particularly curious person. However, with pop culture, there are always things that I'm asking questions about. Here are some of the things that I'm confused about this week. And this is truly only the beginning. What is the plot of the Dickinson show on Apple? It does not look bad, but Emily Dickinson lived in the, t- the time she lived, I'm just kidding, it was like the mid to late 1800s, right? It was like 1830, 1850. That feels right. But in the show, she speaks like she's living now. 
but it's set that it's it's a little confusing it seems like interesting and off kilter i don't know i watched an episode of it after i was like what is this all about and it's not bad but i i'm genuinely confused by it if someone could explain it to me or knows anything about it hit me up wiz khalifa is in it which is fascinating to say the least also the soundtrack is definitely something that i could get into Another thing I'm asking questions about this week, Zoe Deschanel and the Property Brother dating. That's it. I I don't really know anything about it. I'm constantly cocking my head when I see something about him. The other brother, which I was confused because I thought one of them just got married, but maybe it's the one that's dating Zoe Deschanel. The other brother, unless there's more than two of them, what a spoiler that would be. Um, the other brother got married over Halloween with a costume wedding, and I was speechless. Look up the photos. She is she being Zoe Deschanel dressed up as Catwoman. I don't even know if I want to know more, but I kind of do. The last thing I'm asking questions about, and I'm even hesitant to bring this up. What in God's name? Is this T.I. and his daughter's yearly gynecological visit business? I don't even know how to discuss this since I'm being recorded, but I feel as though it is my duty to inform everyone because I can't imagine that this has just popped up as a New York Times alert on anyone's phone. I'm just going to blow through it very quickly because I'm wildly uncomfortable, and I assume that T.I.'s daughter is as well. Every year, right after her birthday, they go to the doctor to ensure that her hymen is still intact. Just a reminder, T.I. does have a criminal record, but this is how he's spending his time, and also, whatever you like is still a bop. This is the final segment. You made it. Well, almost. If you get through this, you'll have made it. This will be quick. I promise. This is just things that I think everyone should watch or know or listen to. Okay? I don't know. We'll see. Well, this one is for sure. And if you don't laugh until you cry watching this, um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you should go see a therapist. Lizzo being scared in a haunted house with Ellen's producer, Andy. Incredible content. I mean, they just know how to do it over there at the Ellen show. Second thing you should be watching right now, The Politician on Netflix. It's the perfect rainy Sunday curled up on the couch denying reality binge. It's like big time, like Tory Burch, Wes Anderson vibes, but also Ben Platt sings miscellaneously and Gwyneth Paltrow's in it, which if this podcast goes on for very long, you'll figure out pretty quickly how I feel about goop. But anyway, the rest of the show I quite, quite, quite enjoyed. Um... I love a high school drama, what can I say? Also, if you don't want to go for the drama, an alternative on Netflix, Billy on the Street. Ugh, I cry. Whenever I walk around Flatiron, I pray, I pray that Billy Eichner will run up to me and scream in my face asking me if I can name five Emma Stone movies for a dollar. I'm going to do it. Can you, can, uh, can any of us do it? Okay, ready, go. Uh, easy A. The help. Shoot. Why is it so hard? Easy A. She was in Spider-Man, wasn't she? 
um, super bad. And what else? Wow, Billy Eichner would run away from me screaming. This is upsetting. Um, okay, well, that was really, I'm like really disappointed in myself, so I'm going to move on. Um, the last thing I would say that we should all be watching slash listening to, in this case it's listening, the Charlie Angels soundtrack. Um, it has, oh my, la la land. That's so annoying that that, oh. This is ironic though that I'm saying La La Land last. What I should have said was like another movie and then La La Land. Like, you know, the Oscars. That's a joke that's like too difficult to pull off in a podcast when you're alone, Megan. Anyway, the Charlie Angel soundtrack. Um, it it has some some bops the kids say. A lot of kids I probably would also say that it, it quote slaps. Um, but it really is quite enjoyable. And there's one song with Ariana Grande and Shaka Khan, so I feel like maybe everything in the world will be all right. We did it! How fun! In all sincerity, thanks for listening if you made it this far. I guess now I say things like like and subscribe. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Pinterest. No, I'm just kidding. Please, please do not follow me on Pinterest. Oh man, um, you would just like see what I expect my kitchen to look like but I still live in a one bathroom apartment in New York City it's absurd anyway dm me on instagram with all of your comments questions concerned if I miss anything if there were any obvious Emma Stone movies that I just skipped over I'm never gonna get over that by the way I don't know why I subjected myself to that but anyway if I skipped over an important topic from this week in its entirety I'm an adult I can recognize my mistakes so please let me know. Oh, love you all. Especially Chrissy Teigen and Beyonce. Gabrielle Union, too. Wow. Thanks for catching up. Cheers.